So uh, let's talk about preparation. Uh, your biggest problem in the next 90 days, could it be food? Uh, yeah, with the political chaos going on and uh, the dooming uh, sort of nature of the last year, uh, you might not be able to access dependable supplies of food for weeks, uh, maybe even longer. We've seen this happen with My Patriot Supply before. Um, because they are the ones that get you through this time. I know they had a, a situation relatively recently where like people were like, we got to get stuff right now. And it's like, it's usually too late once the crisis starts. I know my Patriot Supply did a good job getting restocked and, and getting everybody everything that they needed. But it's better to get out in front of these things. MyPatriotSupply.com, they're the nation's leading experts in emergency preparedness and the only source we use here, we talk about all the time, and trust for emergency food preparation plans. Uh, make sure you have a, at least a four-week supply of their meals, which are really good the 2000 calories a day uh check it out uh right now mypatriotsupply.com mypatriotsupply.com hour two of the radio program starts in just a second Capitalism uh, seems to be a dirty word to people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, until it benefits them in some way, like it does with her new T-shirt or sweatshirts. Um, we'll tell you what she's doing with those. Uh, also, more COVID talk because the vaccines are coming, and are there some side effects that are worth looking into? We'll see. That and uh, lots more coming up in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So do you know about Honey? Honey is a free app for your phone or device that finds amazing promo codes when you're shopping online and then applies them uh, to when you check out. If you if you know that, uh, if you've ever used Honey before, you know you're saving money. It's it's really cool. But what you might, might not know is the great Honey gift, gift away, uh, where Honey is helping pay for a million dollars worth of free gifts this holiday season. Really cool. You can make lists of gifts that you want from certain stores, and then Honey will watch those for you 24-7 to let you know when the price drops, which is really handy outside of the contest. It's a great feature. Uh, but the gift away works like this. You add Honey to your computer, create a free account, start putting gifts in your drop list for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them money to buy something on their list. There's no purchase necessary. you got to have a PayPal account to redeem the prize, and the giveaway ends December 21st. It's valid only in the U.S., to enter and to get rules, uh, go to joinhoney.com slash Beck. You want Honey on your computer anyway, though, because it works really well and you'll save a lot of money. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Beck. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, hopefully he'll be back on Monday. 888-727-BECK. Uh, if you go to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's uh, website, she's got some great Christmas gift ideas for you. Really? Yeah, like a tax the rich sweatshirt mm. for the low price of $58. <laughs> Just 58 bucks, and it can be yours. Any poor person anywhere can afford that. In a way, it right? is a tax of the rich because only rich people can afford it. Uh, yes. So they'll be it's a stupid tax for the rich. And she's got a Green New Deal 
uh, hoodie that you can get for just $65. Um, and I'm sure that's made of hemp sourced locally. I'm sure it is. Okay. Yeah, good. I'm sure it is. It's good to see. I, it's so funny. I love yeah, that idea. Is it amazing that these, you know, they hate capitalism. It's killing the, the planet. It's killing people. Uh, and there's income inequality, and we can't have that. And then they charge outrageous prices for merchandise so they can benefit from it. I love that. Now, I have no problem with capitalism, of course. Uh, she's either. the one that has the problem with yes. it. Yes. I have no problem with you charge $58. I mean, now, I will say the prices are much better on StuDoesMerch.com, mm-hmm. uh, the StuDoes America official merchandise, including Santifa Claus for, for Christmas, and the, the best mug to drink a warm holiday beverage out of that has a nice cityscape lit on fire uh, with a Christmas tree on fire in the foreground. And it says, it's not a riot. It's just a mostly peaceful tree lighting. And what would I pay? Uh, like $65 for that no, mug? much 65, less than $65. 70? No, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it's a great t-shirts and mugs and all that. Stuff. Andrew Cuomo is awful stuff. We are out of the Nancy Pelosi sucks pens, though. Oh, no. We sold out of our entire, uh, our entire holiday shipment in like three days. Nice. You don't. Nice. What, I am constantly amazed by how much this audience thinks Nancy Pelosi sucks. Oh yeah, it is incredible. There's almost no limit to the <laughs> amount of suckage they think Nancy Pelosi creates, and I agree uh, wholeheartedly on that. By the uh, way, me too. Uh, but that's StuDoesMerch.com. I will say it's amazing to see uh, Ocasio Cortez try to do this because there's no justification None. for it. Like I, like, None. the reason why I want to sell you a Santifa Claus T-shirt is because it's profitable for this company. That's why I want to do it. I think it's a fun idea. I think people mm-hmm. really like it when you're at a holiday parties or whatever. And it's a cool way to kind of bond with the audience. But generally speaking, I want to make money for the company because I want them to keep the show on the air. That's how this stuff works. And I, what is the justification for this hypocrisy? Right. What is it? What is it? So she can buy, what, more ads to keep herself in power? It's unbelievable. Well, you know, what? It is, it is very typical of uh of of the left i mean you know Mm -hmm. one of the one of the easiest ways to get yourself sued is to put the image of che Guevara on an item because someone has the actual copyright to his image and will sue you for it these (laughs) the people who love socialism so much and 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 communism Uh they want to make money off that image because in reality at the at the end capitalism always wins you know these Mm -hmm. these politicians can come out and talk you know bernie sanders his entire career in notoriety is made on being a a uh, democratic socialist, and everyone knows. I mean, he had to have known when he bought the second vacation home that this was not going to look good for him. But <laughs> at the end of the day, he'd rather have a second vacation home than than whatever price he's going to pay for for that on on the downside no doubt he wants the stuff yeah and look you know that's natural it's it's human it's you know people get so fired up about the 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 sort of capitalism elements of of the holidays and if that's all you think about if that's all you do then yeah sure you can overdo it but i like i I like the capitalism part of the holidays i like the gift giving i like the parties i like that stuff Mm -hmm. i i i don't Everyone's always like, oh, they're so over-commercialized. I, I kind of like commercialized. <laughs> commercialized brings a lot of cool things. And mm-hmm. It's it's like a way of like vilifying capitalism, you know, to say, oh, gosh, it's commercialized. Now, of course, if you completely erase the reason for the season, 
you can overdo it. But it's okay mm-hmm. to have elements of that in there. I, You know, like, I, you want to have that cool gift. I remember going back and getting, like, the new video game system when I was a kid or when I got a new bike. I remember those Christmases. And it was a really cool part of it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's fun. It is. It's part of our culture. And, yeah, you're right. As long as you're still celebrating baby Jesus. Yes. It, I think it's okay. That's the reason for the season. Exactly. It is. That's right. But this happens every Thanksgiving, and uh, with the exception of this one. This is the first year I can remember not talking about this. People will be like, I can't believe on Black Friday, people will go out and go shopping. And now, stores are starting to open on Thanksgiving. I can't believe. I don't know. I mean, maybe if people <laughs> want to go out and buy crap on Thanksgiving, they should be able to. Maybe that's the way they want to go out. And maybe you shouldn't be telling other people what they can do with their holiday. How about mm-hmm. that? Maybe if stores want to open. Well, what about those employees? Well, you know what? They, they don't have to work there. They, they don't have to work there. And you know what? They're probably <laughs> getting, true. and I hear this every year when we talk about this, employees who say you know what they're actually going to pay me double time so i really want to work on thanksgiving but everyone Uh keeps harassing my store so they have to close (laughs) and you know i kind of want i need the extra money it would be really nice i'm going to have my lunch at 1 p.m and then that's when we're going to have our little family gathering and then at 4 p.m when the store opens until midnight i get to go out and make double for my shift that's awesome that's not everybody i know that like some people might but that's we shouldn't be harassing stores into closing because we think people shouldn't be out. I mean, like, what a wonderful thing to be able to claim. I don't think those people should be able to work those days. <laughs> uh, you know what? This is, we sound like we're, 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 like, implementing COVID laws from above. I don't think people should be able to open their stores. We complain about it from that level in the middle of a pandemic, but yet we're not allowed to have people who... If you're having a very big family dinner, you should not be able to go to the store on the same day. What kind of policy is that? <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, like if you've had family gatherings, a lot of people would love to get half the people to go out and go shopping instead of hanging around. There's yeah. football to watch. If you're opposed to it, don't go to the don't store. Don't go to the store. That's all. Yeah. And if you know, you're know you an employee, find someplace else to work that's closed on th- on that Thanksgiving day. Or get you know get that day off. I mean, like, look, right. I understand there will be some people who want the day off and will not be able to get the day off. But that we don't implement those things from government levels. Yeah. Right? Like, the, yeah. It, you have to be able to let the free market do its thing. It, it winds up working out well in the end. The thing our society uh, gets all worked up over now, it, it's really unbelievable. Like, the Thursday, or it wasn't the Thursday night game. It was the Wednesday night game mm. with uh, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. Um, and... During the course of the game, or maybe maybe this was at the very beginning of the game between Baltimore and Pittsburgh, Chris Collinsworth was complimenting uh, Pittsburgh fans for their knowledge of the game and how into it they all are. Uh, but people are all upset now because he said he said this egregious, egregious comment. And Collinsworth has been getting himself in trouble a lot lately. He's been saying lots of really controversial things. Well, he said the BLM thing. Yeah. Uh, that was that was terrible. And that was terrible. Well, it wasn't terrible, by the way, at all. He was he was giving some... That was This is like the big week where there were, you had to say something. I think it was yeah. week one, wasn't it? Yeah. Week one, every single NFL broadcast had to start with, and by the way, we don't like when black people get killed by police officers. <laughs> like, I, oh, wow, thanks for breaking that news to us. I like It's such a ridiculous thing. Like, we don't all understand that, you know, black lives actually matter. Like, yeah. there's this, this, this is obviously a slogan. 
that steps in in the way and and basically is a, a a pitch as the founders talked about as a Marxist organization. But I mean, even if you don't, you know, even if you don't like the organization, everybody kind of uh, comes together and says, yeah, we, of course, all lives matter, you know. But you had to do that on week one with the NFL. You had to say, we we want to tell you about George Floyd because he's got something to do with the National Football League, question mark. And so he kind of gave out and, and gave mm-hmm. this sort of surface. Look, I know we all got to say, we all, of course, understand that black lives do matter. <laughs> right, Al? Silence. <laughs> Deafening silence. <laughs> Al was like, Al wanted no part yeah, of it. Well, Al knows the background of the organization, I think. Uh-huh, I mean, I I, think he so. didn't say this, but he yeah. he was just not going to come out and do an endorsement of Black Lives Matter, the organization. <laughs> so he was just like, right, you know, you say what you need to say and let's move on to some football. But Wednesday night, it was even worse, Stu, because oh, no. he said this. Man, in particular, the ladies that I met, they had really specific questions about the game. I was like, wow, you're just blown away by how strong the fans are here in this town. Oh, my how gosh. dare you? How dare you say that women in Pittsburgh actually have specific questions about football? That's all. That's horrible. How dare you? That's that's worse uh, than anything Harvey why, Weinstein did. Why is he not in prison right now? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, why forget, is forget a trial. <laughs> uh, he should be right yeah. next to Harvey Weinstein yes. in a jail cell. Thank you, thank you, Pat. It's <laughs> because I guess the insinuation here is, is that, that he, because many women don't pay attention to football and don't know football and don't like football and 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 the, the problem with collinsworth was that he was surprised that they did know football i guess like he was mm-hmm. surprised he showed wow i was impressed uh, because they knew so much yeah now, as we all know as all human beings know uh men care more about sports than women do this is not a shock this is not breaking news men, it's a fact it's a fact well that's uh, that's stereotyping women Yes. Well, it's a stereotype that happens to be based in fact. <laughs> yes, it's a generalization is a nice way to say it. Yes. It is a generalization. Every statistical measure and, will show it. And that doesn't mean that no women no. like football no. or know about football, but many of them, probably the majority, yeah. don't. And some women know more about football than some men. Right. That is how the, these mm-hmm. curves work. You look, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, uh, Lawrence Summers got in dr- trouble for this back when he was, uh, I think, at what, Harvard? Uh, when he talked about how, like, well, if you look at the distribution of scores uh, of, with math, uh, you see that, you know, men do have a, a more of the higher level math scores, but women do better overall, I think was I think his summary. It's been a while since I went into that debate. But the bottom line was it was like just something he was basically reading off of a chart. Yeah. And they're like, how dare you? <laughs> you, can't, you, bastard. you can't state fact. Right. And that's the thing here. Like, yeah, there, of yeah. course, there are women who know a hell of a lot about sports. But generally speaking, they don't care as much as guys do. This is not shocking to anyone. We all know it's true. Yes. We all are 100 <laughs> percent certain it's true. It's like this gender thing that keeps coming back uh, on with, uh, you know, this week it was Ellen Page the actress from Juno and many other things who spent the rest of her life since Juno apologizing for Juno because it was, uh, I think mistakenly a pro-life movie. I don't think they meant to make it a pro-life movie, but it was a pro-life movie. It was by accident. Yeah. By accident. And she's spent the rest of her life running from this great movie she made. Uh, And so now she is now Elliot page. Apparently yes, she's now Elliot page. And please stop referring to her. As, as she, as she. Uh, yes, you're right. I'm that sorry. Just, I what mean, a personal privilege. Okay, go yes. ahead. 
Yes. Please do not use gendered language to to, to address everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So excited his whole throat closed in the middle of that word. Uh, but like, there's but, a, the second part of this, because I don't care if Ellen Page wants to become Elliot Page. I, whatever. Do whatever you, you know, whatever. You're mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all are certain, and we every single person on earth knows that a nine-year-old should not be making that decision. And you can say, well, no, we should actually allow them to be themselves. If I were to say to you, Pat, you know what? A nine-year-old kid, I have a nine-year-old kid. He should be able to choose his college major now. We'll lock him in now. Mm-hmm. And now there'll be a lot of college graduates graduating with degrees in Pokemon uh, mm-hmm. and Transformers, right? Mm-hmm. Like Because you don't know... And that's that's a totally reversible decision. If you go through school, you know, half the people who go to college don't wind up working in the, the field of their major. You can always change your profession. But we would all recognize it's completely insane to let a nine year old choose their college major. But reasonable. But reasonable. To let them switch their gender. Which isn't reversible, <laughs> right? There yes. is an, you have an irreversible Maybe. series of surgeries and hormone treatments and all these things. Mm-hmm. And we're going to act like that's rational. We all know it's ridiculous. Every single progressive who makes the argument that it isn't insane knows it's insane. They, but they're all they're they're all secretly they all know that it's a a, a crazy world position. They are they are living in crazy town on that one. But they they're all saying they're all thinking to themselves. Well, we they're trying to to signal. Right. They're trying to mm-hmm. signal uh, some sort of tolerance. Well, we don't understand all of these positions and and we, we have to make sure that we're we're always on the right side of these issues. It's just nonsense. And they all know. And the same thing with this Collinsworth thing. He's saying something that everybody knows is true. And we have to act like we deny it for some reason. Yeah. And get all pissed off about it. Triple it because there's nothing else to get pissed off in the world about. Mm, no. So we got to we got to attack uh, Chris Collinsworth for his sexism. Triple eight seven two seven B.E.C.K. More patents Stu for Glenn coming up. All right. With the holidays approaching, it's important to practice safe online shopping. Uh, Make sure you get the S at the end of the HTTP. It's always important. And while you're being safe, you should get LifeLock identity theft protection because not all websites are on the nice list. You'll want to know if your personal information has possibly been exposed or is already being spread on the dark web. Uh, LifeLock, the the leader in identity theft protection, you're going to be able to detect a wide range of threats and know what to do about them. When they appear, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock can help you feel warm and protected this holiday season. Save up to 25% on your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BECK. 25% off at LifeLock.com. Promo code is BECK. 10 seconds. Station ID. You know, something that uh, hasn't gotten a lot of publicity, which is kind of surprising because because usually when a billionaire is caught in some sort of sex scandal, uh, that's all you hear about for a while. But this Robert Kraft thing mm. at that massage parlor in Florida seems to me he's gotten pretty much a total pass on that. <laughs> is he not? I mean, well, look, you they, just they get a massage talk about right? it at all. How do we not talk about this with Jeffy? Right, uh, that we should have. This is central we to should've. his uh, life philosophy. Because he essentially got off scot-free, but three women arrested as part of the high-profile human trafficking sting in Florida were sentenced recently as part of plea agreements. 
they're not going to get any further jail time, but they were all fined, uh, I believe, $30,000 uh, for their efforts on Robert Kraft's behalf. And he's pretty much in the clear. Uh, really strange. And it turned out not to really be about sex trafficking. They weren't trafficking, like, you know, uh, selling sex slaves or anything. Because yeah, I think they were just performing certain functions uh, for the clientele uh, <laughs> under certain right. conditions. Right. Uh, yes. Certain functions. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I think, look, people obviously take sex trafficking really seriously for good and, reason. And they should. Uh, yeah. They should. And, right. and, but I think when most people picture it, they they're picturing it's okay something some, different. Some kid was you know, uh, or even you know, teenager or whatever was sold captured, into slavery. Sold into slavery yeah. is being forced to do these things, and we all know that there's another side of that business, right? Where people are doing these things willingly. Uh, we might not it was like consensual. it, but that's not. I don't think of that as sex trafficking. No, know, like it's, I, it's I a don't different either. thing. It's soliciting prostitution, right? And that's not. You know, you could say obviously that's wrong, but that it's yes. a different. It's a different level of crime, I would say, when you have two willing, uh, two willing participants uh, in, in in these things. And I, I know a lot of times it, people, it's difficult to parse that out, right? Some people would say that they're doing it willingly but in reality maybe have pressures behind the scenes and there's it's a it's a complicated story to for to know no no doubt at all but they they <laughs> apply sex trafficking the the title to every one of these situations you know every time you have somebody who's doing one of these type of sexual you know sex worker type activity they're like oh well sex trafficking it's like I think yeah. that can it's get a different thing. It gets mixed up, and yeah. I don't think what I don't think what Robert Kraft was involved in was sex trafficking. No, he got a massage and then a little extra, I guess. Um, supposedly, <laughs> but how does that? How does how does a guy in Kraft's position get away? With, I don't like, know. That's I what mean, I'm wondering. Is Jeffrey Tubin ever working again? No, like I don't. No. Is he ever going to be on? He may. Who knows? He may pop up on CNN again, and pop up is probably not the right way to talk about that. But <laughs> you know, here's a guy who who did much. He didn't commit a crime, right? Uh-huh. He did something that was gross by mistake, right? He got caught doing something by mistake. Robert yeah. Kraft went, got this stuff done. He's a and huge, did it on purpose and, and paid for it. And not to mention, he runs an evil football team yeah. that should be disbanded. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Immediately. It's less evil this year than it usually yeah. is. Yeah. With Tom Brady out of town, I don't feel as quite as passionate about that one. But but it's it's incredible. I mean, they're still interviewing him on TV. They never say anything about it. Yeah. It's just Robert Kraft <laughs> is fine in all this. Here he is, this totally normal guy with a totally normal life. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, it's holiday season. And what's your what is your gift going to be this year? How about looking years and years younger, getting rid of those bags and puffiness under your eyes? I don't know about you. I like getting the compliments around the dinner table. Usually it's like, hey, you ate so much today. I know. It's, I still consider that a compliment. Every order uh, this uh, Christmas with uh, Chamonix is going to get you the Zotique Deep Correcting Serum. Absolutely free. With Zotique, you're going to get the great skin that is smooth as silk, uh, free from redness, acne and acne scars, not to mention you know, faster collagen production. Zotique increases firmness, smoothness, and diminishes adult acne, redness, and stress breakouts. And the crow's feet, the laugh lines, say goodbye. With immediate effects, you're going to get see results in 12 hours or less. Here's the best part. 
everyone's going to see the difference or your money back. You can get your money back if you're not satisfied. No risk here. 800-577-8709. A great gift from GenuCell. GenuCell.com. It's GenuCell.com. This holiday season, get Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum, Crystal's at-home microdermabrasion uh, treatment, surprise luxury gift, all free with your order today. Three free gifts. It's fantastic. 800-577-8709 or GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, for $30 off your subscription, our best offer ever, at blazetv.com. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, it is Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. with your thoughts, questions, concerns, whatever, we can take care of them all. Uh, that's why we're here. Uh, let's go to Bill in Florida. Hey, Bill, you're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. Doing doing good. Okay. Okay, so I just wanted to ask the, the tough question. Why would you get a uh, vaccine shot if you've already had the disease, already had the, uh, the, vac- the virus? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, love of needles is my first uh, answer to that. Uh, just really well, that's like always it. Always a good one. It yeah. heals good, you know. Uh-huh. Just getting it injected. It's now, fun. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone thinks the immunity lasts forever. So I think at some mm. point, people who have had it would consider getting uh, the the uh, the vaccine. I mean, I think it's a good question though. It's a good question. I think Thanks, anyone Bill. who's who's like me, Pat. Yes, yeah, so a COVID nineteen survivor. Yeah, uh, yeah, would should probably be last on the list to get it. Assuming right. everyone, everyone who who wants to get it should get it before people like me should be able to get it. Um, just until it's in plentiful supply. I haven't really heard the experts talk about whether or not you need to get it if you've already had it. It's something that they should probably mention. Yeah, they, I, I don't know that they need to do it right this second, but you're right. I mean, at some point that's going to need to be addressed uh, mm-hmm. because at some point you're going to run out of people. Uh, who who have it uh, you know you're going to get to a point where you hit that number of um, the maximum number and a lot of people i think if they think it would help them get it again a lot of people went through tough times with covid my mind was really easy i mean you, know, you didn't even have symptoms did you do you have any symptom were you tired or i was completely asymptomatic my wife was mm. completely asymptomatic my daughter was completely asymptomatic my son had i would say he was tired and had a little stuffy nose for like a day like, I mean, it was like so light, I would wow. still call it asymptomatic. I mean, I, I, wow. it could have been something else. It was very, very much nothing. Though, I will say, mm. I mean, the people we got it from weren't asymptomatic. The people they we got it sick. from got sick. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we, I, I told you a story the other day uh, about the other day um, from a friend of mine who they had a, a gathering of about 10 people, an old older couple. Uh, you know, someone showed up and said, oh, yeah, I was at, I was visiting a relative and they uh, they had they tested positive. And everyone's like, uh, why the hell are you here then? <laughs> you know, right. like you're not supposed to show up to a gathering. Yeah. They, they decided to have it outside. They all kind of felt awkward to say anything. Uh, long story short, nine of the 10 people now are positive, And one of oh, them geez. is in the hospital on the verge of death. My and it's gosh. like this. Oh, my gosh. Just. Like it hits people so wow. much differently. Another guy who's our, you know, our age, Pat, you know, a dad uh, who uh, who I know, he his whole family got it. You know, seven, I think, seven people in the household. Every single person got it. Uh, five of the seven were completely fine. Like the kids, I think one of the kids was sick a little bit. You know, dad was kind of sick a little bit. Mom, they thought they might lose her. She wound up recovering, but they Jeez. thought they, she was on the verge. It is really so weird. And Christopher, Did she have the extenuating circumstances like she had no. some other morbidity or, or no. No? no? Really? Yeah, no. And it's it, it, so it, it again, it's important as a society, wow. right? As a society to look at this and say, 
it's important to note that kids aren't really affected uh, as far as death goes on this. It's very, it mm-hmm. does happen, but it's very, very unlikely. It's really important to plan as a society to say, you know, who is really affected here? People who are like in their 70s and 80s and, and above. Mm-hmm. And all that's totally sane. However, on an individual level, there are people who actually have terrible outcomes. I mean, you know, there's yeah. a, a reporter who just wrote a story about this, got it in um, March or April and is still sick. Still. It's oh November. Still sick. For like it, six months. Yeah. And, and this is that long haulers thing. Again, wow. it's rare. And that does. So mm. when you look at it as a, as a we get we get like in this weird thing where we're arguing societal versus individual points as mm. a society, you cannot close down your society. You can't just turn it off right. and say, we're not going to open any businesses that everybody stay home and the government will pay all your bills for the next year. You can't do that. On the other hand, as an individual, you can stay away from these gatherings. You can do things that you think will help. It's not worth just going out and I'm just going to go get it because I've heard the death rate is low. Like people always say this, well, you got a 99% survivability rate. Who the hell wants a 1% chance of death? Like that is not a good idea as an individual. Mm -hmm. You should try to avoid these things as a society. And what we're planning as government policy, you cannot just shut down all of human creativity and commerce. Every time you have a situation like this, you have to be able to plow through it the best that you can. And that 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 middle point in the debate between there, let's just all run out and have chicken pox parties with covid and the point of like, oh, well, let's all be in our individual panic rooms for the next year. Like that is where it should be. And so few uh, so, so so little of the debate has actually occurred in that space. Sadly, 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 it's true. Uh, Judy in Pennsylvania. Hi, you're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat. And Hi, Stu. guys. Hey. Hi, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Listen, uh, going back to your discussion yesterday about having, like, an identity card for this thing, Mm -hmm. last night on CBS News, the 11 o'clock, the anchor was saying, I think it was the CDC he he was quoting, said that when you get this vaccine, you will be given a card with, you know, the date you got your vaccine, and then the date for the second vaccine vaccine so yes papers please (laughs) we are going to have Mm -hmm. some sort of identity card to go along with this in fact it reminded me of the um, vaccine chart or card I was given for my son when he was in uh, school uh, before I started homeschooling him in order to show the school district yeah he was up to date yeah. Yeah. So there's two parts of that because there is a, a situation where we've talked about the mandates. I don't agree with uh, government mandating the vaccine by any means. They do. They are saying at this point they're not talking about it, but who knows? Right. We'll see what happens down the road. You, you know, especially, mm-hmm. you know, Joe Biden is going to certainly uh, talk. They're going to have conversations about it, especially if people don't take it. I think it's if it, the effectiveness is as high as they say it is. You might not they they might not even need to get to the point where they're discussing it. But the other thing is there is a one part of what you're talking about. There is a so there's two doses to the vaccine. And what they are planning to do is to give everybody a card to remind them to come get it at a certain time. And that's being kind of tossed around the Internet as this identity card. But it is Mm. there's so I'm not saying that, you know, you're you're wrong here, but because that stuff could happen. I think we're seeing Ticketmaster's already said, you know, yeah, you can come to our Mm -hmm. events uh, if you have the vaccine. So I think a lot of private businesses will do that. Some states will do it. 
Uh, but there is also a separate thing going on when you get the vaccine. They're giving you a card to remind you because if you don't come get the second part, it's worthless. It's not going to mm-hmm. it's not going to it's not going to be 95 percent effective if you don't get the second shot in whatever it is, a couple of months. So they are do they are dishing those out with each dose. Appreciate it. Thanks, Judy. Uh, the other thing is uh, the government government officials have found a way to um, insert themselves into our lives even deeper than they had before. And they're not going to want to give that up. They're going to they're going to play this for all it's worth. And they're going to try to take as much control as they possibly can in many of these states, I believe. Like Cuomo. Cuomo will yes. try to make things mandatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gavin Newsom probably in California will try to make things, the vaccine mandatory. In other words, you have to have the vaccine. Your children have to have the vaccine or they can't go to school and you can't go to work. Or you can't go to a movie theater or a restaurant or a grocery store unless you're vaccinated. I mean, there will be those efforts, I believe. I think you're right on that. It just I think if you get to a point where enough people take it willingly, right, right off the bat, you you might we might be lucky here is what I'm saying. I hope so. I I think that if if capitalism did as good a job as they are reporting they you know did generally mm-hmm. pfizer and moderna and all these things and we're really getting 90 95 percent effective effectiveness rates mm-hmm. the numbers are going to drop fast they're, i mean they're if they can get this by like march or april something like that you're going to get if you get these numbers at 50 and 60 70 percent of people are taking it the numbers are going to drop fast if it's if it actually works and at that point they're not going to need to mandate it. The numbers are going to be so low that they're not going to need to do that. Now, will Andrew Cuomo do it? Well, Andrew Cuomo is awful. Dot com. So, of course, he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. We all know Andrew Cuomo will mm-hmm. do anything that he believes will benefit him at any cost to anyone else. That is the Andrew Cuomo guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely, you know, I, th- but again, mm-hmm. I have relatives and live, live in New York and they're complaining about Cuomo all the time. And I say, you know who lives in New York? You. <laughs> You know who doesn't live in New York? Me. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. At this point, flee. Yeah. Flee the state. That is what. That is the answer it's when it comes advice. to Cuomo. That's really good advice. Mm. Uh, Tim in North Carolina. You're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu. Hi. How you doing? Good morning, guys. Morning. Quick and to the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as uh, movies and theaters go, I've not heard any discussion on bringing back the drive-in theaters of the '60s and '70s. Yeah, everybody would be in their own. Everybody would be in their own car. You could order from the snack bar and have it delivered. Mm-hmm. What's up with this? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know, if we've had a bunch, I don't know if this is the same way across the country, but we've had a lot of. Uh, we do have a few drive-in theaters here in Texas that are operating normally, like all the time, which is pretty mm-hmm. rare. But they, we had a bunch of pop-ups here where they would just take a big parking lot and put up a big screen at the end of it. And they would just show random movies, you know, for people to kind of get out and do things kind of more when it was in the real lockdown period. That was one of the few things you could kind of go out and do, which was a great idea. Yeah. They did it in churches, too. I mean, the churches did services that way for a while as well. And the government was like, oh, let's put nails in the driveway so people will pop their tires. Like they, (laughs) It's like, come on, guys. Just stop. It's it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. I think it's not more widespread on the drive-in movie theater because... They kind of went obsolete in the late seventies and early eighties, and there aren't very many of them. Like you just alluded to, there's yeah. there's very few drive-in theaters that are operational. You have I guess to, they could come back, right? I think if this was going to be a a decade long type of virus that we were dealing with, yeah, then you might do then something. They might do that. Yeah, I will say, you know, that I I wonder if theaters get to that point 
like drive-ins are now in in texas there's at least two within an hour of us that are actual drive-in theaters and that are operating nothing to do with covid just operating oh it's become sort of this retro cool fun thing to do yeah and i think you might get to the point building off of this hbo max story we did last hour where all of the new movies are going to be in your home for a month uh if mm. if theaters go quote unquote out of business and they're destroyed like a lot of people are worried about, you might get to that point where it's just this sort of more more of a novelty thing. The good thing though is if you can tie them to restaurants like these dine in theaters, I feel like there's always a role for them because everyone wants to go I to love a restaurant, to go watch a movie, and eat. Yeah, and I, what do you want to do? Would you rather watch a great movie or have to talk to someone in your family? No, I'd rather watch the movie. Obviously, uh, pretty obvious. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. All right, uh, you know, it's perfectly acceptable if you're the sort of person who still likes taking your temperature and the temperatures of those around you the old-fashioned way. Sure, you can do that. But there's something, of course, to be said for tradition. Honestly, though, why not do it, uh, let's do it the right way. Uh, the Tempogenics, uh, Tempentos, uh, Tempentos is a revolutionary new and accurate way to keep tabs on temperature. It's great if you have kids, uh, if you have, uh, if, if you, uh, you know, if you get a situation where you're trying to uh, make sure no one is, uh, you know, positive of COVID. You're taking temperatures every day. You got to staff that all the time. This is a much better way to do that. Uh, Temp and Toss is is fantastic. Ford Motor Company is doing it uh, this way. They're buying uh, rolls of these by the thousands, and you can monitor accurately the temperature over a long period of time. It's a great way to do it. You got to get all the information. Tempandtoss.com slash back to work. Temp and Toss. T e m p n t o s s. Tempentoss.com slash back to work. Uh, you can get there, major retailers, or by emailing support at tempogenics.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. I like this story. Uh, pre- president elect in uh, that's quotations. Um, Harder to pull off. On Hard radio. to pull off on radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was doing the quotation scare mark quotes. thing. Mm-hmm. These, yes, mm-hmm. in the air. The scare quotes. Uh, President-elect Biden says he's going to ask Americans to wear their face masks for a hundred days after he takes office. <laughs> I got a little little breaking news here. We're already wearing masks. Yeah. Uh, pretty much everywhere you go, you got to wear a mask uh, on the side of a place i just had lunch at yesterday it said no mask no service just like they used to do with the no shoes no no shirt no shoes no pants yeah what i've been doing no is service i wear a mask but i go in topless really yeah yeah and okay. no shoes all right and just really kind of put the whole thing to a te- to the test yeah yeah it works well i like that people people yeah. notice you i bet they do i'll, I'll say that they mm-hmm. do notice <laughs> which would scare you uh more a guy coming into a place of business with no shirt but he's wearing a mask or he has a shirt on, but no mask. <laughs> I'm going to go with the uh, the no mask. Uh, really? It scares me a lot more. Really? No. 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 <laughs> and I don't want to see your feet at my restaurant. I'll tell you that. Yes, please. I'll, I'll tell you that. Your shoes keep, on. keep the feet. Put a mask your over shoe. your feet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, Rather I, than I, shoes, I, you'd like to see the mask on I, the feet. If you're wearing open-toed sandals, <laughs> I'd like you to put a mask over your toes, please. <laughs> We're eating food in here. Okay. I like that rule. So this is my policy. Like mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that's what Biden told uh, Jake Tapper. He hopes the mandate will help reduce the spread of COVID-19. So I guess it's going to be a mandate. 
It's just not, he can't, there's no way to put a government I, mandate I don't know how you do that. Federally. They're gonna, I mean, he's even said, I'm going to go try to convince the governors to do it. But, I mean, but he changes that states, all the time. He goes back and forth on these things. Yeah, almost all states, I think, do have it. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, you know, South Dakota doesn't. and uh, you know, But even North Dakota put one in recently. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. uh, it's, it's certainly most of them at this point. Here's what he said yesterday to uh, Tapper. On the first day. And I day, think my inclination. Right here. Uh, Jake is on the first, first day I'm inaugurated to uh-huh. say I'm going to ask the public for 100 days to mask. Just 100 days hmm. to mask. Not forever. 100 days. 100 and days. And I think we'll see a significant reduction if we occur that. If that occurs with vaccinations and masking to drive down the numbers considerably. <laughs> Somebody might want to tell uh, Joe again. Uh, it's been more than 100 days already for wearing the mask for most of us. Right. Because, you know, while while it was kind of a suggestion from the governor, every municipality then mandated it in whatever county or whatever city you reside in. Uh, by the way, when you go out in public, you got to wear a mask. Yeah, 37 states have statewide mask mandates right now. 13 don't. But as you point out, a lot of local areas within those states do. Yes. Uh, I know like Florida, for example, tried to basically say that you can't do the local stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're not allowed to do the, go that way. And that's happened in some states as well. But I mean, over overwhelming majority, even people, even in states where there's no mask mandates, the majority of people wear masks. Here's what Biden said about that. Mm. That's nice. What an orator. This is the Glenn Beck program.